So I collapse. You better lose yourself. So I Coming from where we come from, you can't spell hustle without SDL. You already know what it is, man. It's your boy Bobby, aka Mr. Five One One, co-host of the Hustle City Podcast, and I'm here with my brother from another mother. Man, y'all know exactly what it is, um, ladies. I'm no longer your favorite fat boyfriend. I am now identifying as trans slender, so I am skinny, regardless of what you see. Yeah, in your mind you're skinny, but you're still shut up. <laughs> you're still. Uh, I know what I am, Bobby, and God damn it, you're as big as a pyramid I'm from Egypt, bro. I'm gonna do it. You're I'm big as a pyramid I from Egypt, be, man. Leave me be. But anyway, aside from all that. We got a special episode for y'all today. We got we got another album review today, man, from a St. Louis artist. We're getting back into that today. Yeah, man. One of our favorite St. Louis artists. Another favorite, uh, I would say. I mean, he's, I've come to uh, definitely pick up more and more on his music mm-hmm. since I've been back and found out about him. I think, what, like 2016? Around the time I met you, you told me about him. Yeah, 2016. I uh, started yep. uh, picking up. I, I heard of his name before due to some other... Another side of the business, but it wasn't. Um, I didn't know him from music. Um, Tef Poe, Tef Poe, definitely top five in St. Louis. Definitely, man. I, I, bro, my favorite song. Like I tell you all the time, is mm-hmm. Bullet, man. Yeah, I, I bump that all the time, bro. Then that uh, what's it? Uh, him and uh, Rome got that uh. Get it back. I think that's one of the songs. Mm, okay. And then never seen it. Oh, yeah. With him in yep. uh, Rome. Mm-hmm. Another another song where he killed it on man. But bullet though, bullet is bullet's dope. You ever seen a bullet in a Bentley, in a bullet hole in a Bentley? Whatever he say, man. Mm-hmm. That shit, boy. You ever seen a Bentley with a bullet hole? That's my shit. I'll be like, God, bro. This man, y'all. Like for those of you who don't know who Tef Poe is, Tef Poe is. He's worked with some of the greats. Like, I can easily name guys like Royce to 5'9". You all got to go check that out. That was... You got two wordsmiths on that song that just go in. You also, He's also worked with uh, Talib Kweli, who's another dope lyricist. Yes, sir. He's also... We just... Recently, he just worked with uh, Chino XL. He just released a single. Yeah, for Palestine. Before, yeah, shout out, Free Palestine, by the way. Um, with... Uh, he just... Who did it with? Uh, Chino XL. He's also open for Lupe Fiasco, and he's also worked with man. Who else has he worked with, bro? He's worked with so many artists. Oh, he's also um, open for damn. What's his name? Oh, Immortal Technique. Man, he's just worked with so many uh, veterans in the game that have uh, inspired him. And man, I we gotta get him on here one day. So. But with that being said, like I said earlier, man, we got a album review, Black Julian. And right before we recorded this, we both listened to it. We got a lot to say about this album. Yeah, man, you know what? You had brought it to my attention that this is one you had never heard, you had never listened to. Yeah. Um, I had listened to it either. I didn't know it had been out as long as it had been out. Um, 
I honestly was just like last year, towards the end of last year, I was just like circling back and pulling back up to Tepo. Mm-hmm. I think I had made all my rounds to like everybody I really like to listen to from the area. And then, you know, I was trying to get all the drops that came out last year out the way. Yeah. And then um, I just so happened to click on sound on Spotify and I saw the joint with him and uh, Chino XL. Shout out to New York. Uh, I'm there and I had checked that out. And then um, you had, I think like a week later we were talking about him. You were like, um, you had never listened to this album. You wanted to do an album review. So a few days ago I started playing some of the songs. But today, before the show started, we was listening to it. We just going back it. over it. Yep. And I think easily, man, for me, my top three off the album mm-hmm. is, let me get the names right because I don't want to get the names incorrect on it. But uh, No, you're good. I definitely enjoyed. Wait, hold on, pause before we. Uh, should we talk about the album first, or do you want to get the songs over with? Um, I mean, we can go ahead and talk about it overall if you want to. Yeah, let's do that before we. I'm, I'm, bro. Like this album came out back in 2017, so we're talking about a little over five plus years ago. And I'm actually disappointed myself to be honest that I didn't hear about this album till today, actually. And the reason why I wanted to. Do review this album man is because we've always appreciated what Tef Poe has done not only for St. Louis but for the culture in general yeah you know uh, the reason what I was saying earlier I didn't know him as an artist mm-hmm. but when I first heard his name I heard it through uh, around the time the Mike Brown stuff happened I heard it about him through his you know his uh, work as an activist mm-hmm. you know the whole hands up united movement yep that he was a co-founder of, uh, that he is a co-founder of. I uh, heard about that when I was reaching back out to some people in St. Louis because at that time I was doing, um, I was our college's collegiate chapter president for NAACP. So mm-hmm. people had me reaching my hands back out to St. Louis and typing into certain things. And his name definitely came up um, quite a few times. So I kind of learned to learn about him through there, but I didn't know he was an artist until I met you. Mm-hmm. And uh, that just made me like him even more. I was like, okay, for one, he's relatable. Yeah. Two, we come from a similar background. Damn near the same, but a similar background. Um, and three, he was from the hometown, so yeah, it was like a no-brainer for me just to check him out. And then um, a couple of people I know in the city he's worked with. You know what's uh Corey Black? Shout out to Corey Black. Yeah, shout out to Corey Black, man. Um, so, you know, T-Double, another St. Louis great heavyweight that he worked with. Yeah. It's always some, like, monstrosities, some huge clad set of Titans type shit when they, right. when they do a feature. Because Murder Drunk, uh, that was nice. Mm-hmm. I fuck with that. And then that song on here, um, Jesus Christ, I keep forgetting these damn song names. I suck at this song name thing, too. Me too, man. I can never remember what I just listened to. Uh, Genocide. That was a good one. Genocide was one I like with them on it. But man, man, how I found about Tef Poe, man, is I found, probably found out about him like late 2012, early 2013 by Riley B, who's another talented artist here in the city of St. Louis. And the thing with Tef Poe, man, is like he actually has his own um, has his own day dedicated to him called Tef Poe Day out in Pine Lawn. Believe it or not, I didn't not. even know that. Yeah, mm. and man, he's a—he's definitely—he definitely did battle rap for a minute too. Like he's definitely a, 
he I saw him on TV on uh, BET that he was a uh, freestyling. I forgot what who it was, but I saw him freestyling. He actually he killed a lot of people on that. Mm. And what year was that? Probably around the same time I first heard of him, man. Probably like 2012, 2013, something okay. around that. That's something we got to ask him in person. But yeah. uh, that's I think from my understanding that's when it was. But man, tough Poe, man. Like I think what made me gravitate towards his uh, catalog was kind of like the same thing with you like you know he's obviously from st louis and that's just not us being biased we just appreciate the talent that ha- that takes place especially talent city. like this man you know our city get a lot of flag for just really only and don't get me wrong this in no way shape or form is like any slight or disrespect to nelly chingy yeah of and course. jaquan it's just that we really don't get known for a lot of t- super duper talented music artists like now we got smino Mm-hmm. Really leading the charge for the hometown, but I feel like we got Shout out to more than just that in the city too. Coming from the city, we got Metro Boomin, we got the producers, we got yeah, hey, we had track stars back in the day. Mm-hmm. We produced a lot of shit for different artists. Um, you got like we always talk about them. We got Dub, we got um, Rome, yeah. we got Bodine, Bodine, all yep. AMG. Really, you got yep. so many different artists, and even though we don't really highlight this music a lot, mm-hmm. you still got the young dudes who got the high speed music type joint going on, right. and they, um, Thirty Deep Grimy, mm-hmm. uh, AMR, uh, D Huncho. There's a lot of them people in St. Louis yeah. got a lot of talented music artists, but they don't really get the shine they deserve. But right. like, like Bobby said, we're not being biased. Uh, or nothing like that This is just somebody I really enjoy Had I been, not been from St. Louis And I caught on to their music mm-hmm. I would still listen to their music So Yeah I mean one thing I want to add too man Is like Over the last I would say Maybe a couple years A few years Tepo was getting really Known internationally too Because I think Ken Ruff was like last year Or the year before But um, he actually did travel abroad To do uh, some shows Like I know Egypt was one of them like, this dude travels all over the world to uh, promote himself and um, help out as much. Like, he actually went to Palestine mm. back in, like, 2000, I want to say it was, like, 2015, 2016. It was after, it was not too long after the Mike Brown incident. And I think he was doing uh, some, not only, like, getting to know the culture over there, because he, he has a, just like uh, T.W., you know, he's definitely a supportive of, uh, you know, the Palestinian movement, which I definitely appreciate him for. And he's also, I think, worked with some artists over there, too. But, um, Tefpo, if you hear this, correct me if I'm wrong when we interview you. And I'm going to DM you, too, after we get done with this. But, uh, nah, man, this man right here is just, he's on the grind on a daily basis. And that's what, he's a true hustler. Yeah, I appreciate anybody who um, embodies the meaning of hustler, which... We will get to mm-hmm. definitely in another episode. Yep, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. But um, you mean we gonna switch it up a little bit? Yeah, my bad. Man. Oh no, I, you're good. I'm <laughs> just thinking about the thing I the damn thing I was thinking about. I'm like, I'm like, damn man, don't be selfish now. This is my podcast, nah. Uh, that's our thing together, you good? Always. You um, good, bro? Anybody that embodies the true meaning of a hustler, if I could say somebody from St. Louis. From like the pictures I see, now I know pictures are just pictures, mm-hmm. but you do see him traveling and moving around a lot. Yeah, you do see him in New York. You see him wherever else he be. Dude, just be moving, and I appreciate that. I appreciate anybody going and getting he grinding for real. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't think he was the one from here that was signed to Def Jam, was he? 
No, you know what it is, bro? I think uh, years back, I think he was signed to Universal at one point. Universal, that's who it was. It was Universal. Universal. And didn't he have a song? He had a song with Scarface. Or am I tripping? I don't know if he had a song with Scarface, man, but I know he, uh, op- I know he opened for Scarface because we did see him open for him at Pops. That's what it was. He yeah. opened at Pops. Yeah. Bro. Okay, okay. Man, okay, that was okay. a dope lineup when they yeah. opened for Scarface, bro. That like, that was, that was probably one of the best, um, him, Rome, Bates. Him, Rome, Bates, Riley B. Damn. Man, they, they Ryan opened up. I forgot about that. Bro, we got, we're going to get Ryan on here, bro. Like, when, when the time's right, we're getting all these superstars on here, man, because they deserve their shine. Hell yeah! It's like I, we're gonna get. They gonna know about St. Louis in the next year. Trust me. I'm gonna highlight all this shit. We gonna highlight all this. We, shit. I'm telling y'all, 2023, we're taking over. I'm gonna. There's no I'm doubt about that. I'm gonna highlight all this shit because I'm sick of. I'm sick of St. Louis being treated like nothing, bro. Like like people like that next nigga tell me say her when I go out of town. I'm definitely fighting your ass. You gonna stop talking about some hurt? Come here, dirty. Like let me highlight some punches. Cause you ain't my dirty if you ain't from the loo. You, Bobby, that's my dirty. Smino, I don't know him personally. Know some of his family, but that's my dirty. But you know what though, man? Like Tepo, Tepo is all of us dirty. D E R R T Y, dirty. Not the dirty south, but we clean though. Like we ain't thinking mm-hmm. about that. We did some gutter motherfuckers. Except for Bobby. Bobby was born in uh. The safest place ever. I don't know what that is, but you just saying, you're just saying that I was born in the it. safest place because I'm pale as hell. That's what it is. I mean, yeah, pale hell, but uh, <laughs> shut the hell up, bro. <laughs> nah, Go ahead, man. <laughs> look, just as a reminder, y'all, I'm not. I wasn't from the safest place, but I wasn't from the hood or anything. I was born in North County, which is still shit. Might as well call it the hood, because well, I mean, hood, I you know now we're going off topic, but nah, man, I don't call it the hood, but it's not like. It's definitely not where I live now. I'm going to say that, but. Yeah, Bobby, he mega rich, y'all. He living like, I don't know. I'm not going to tell y'all where he actually live. But if there's a place in St. Louis where the rich live, Bobby lives there. He had a house in every neighborhood. I don't even know why he my friend. He rich, really. He famous. And he Twitter famous. Yeah, I did get verified for those of you who don't remember. He's Twitter fucking famous, bro. I don't know. Speaking of Twitter, Tefpo did like one of my tweets. I keep saying that because I feel accomplished a little that's bit. A, like that's a love right there, bro. Especially like, coming from a veteran me, like so. him, bro. You should be blessed with that. So I need. We gotta de- we gotta get this guy on here, bro. We gotta really get active though this year, man. We gotta tap in with the city. Oh, trust me, I got some more facts. We'll definitely get into that. Especially like Poe, I think that'll definitely be. A great I think this is. I think this is definitely a, a great found a great foundation yeah. for that, especially on this episode in particular. Because, and the reason why I say that, and going back to talking about Tough Poe, man, is I really appreciated, to this day, I still really appreciate what he did for the Mike Brown situation. Like, he was the one who led a lot of the, um, led a lot of the protests. Yeah, I was hearing that um, from, like, some people. Mm -hmm. That's how his name came about. It was really, like, the protest and um, him basically being one of the people that was trying to keep it. Keep the peace. Organize and keep yeah. it uh, from being chaotic, man. I think another thing, um, artists, period, if I can relate to you in any way, 
if I could pick a reason to relate to him, yeah. to him specifically, Poe, it's it's this that situation. Any, my, not even so much relate. My whole thing is like we were talking about earlier when we were talking about Nip and J Cole. Yeah, this is another one of those artists I feel like automatically falls into that crowd of to that category. artists that are that category that yeah. is like humanitarian. Mm-hmm. So I you you definitely see it written all over him. Yeah, when you hear him speak even in his music, it's in there. It's the uh, revolutionary right style that he has, and it's like it comes off anger, but it's more like it's truth and it's. I'm like, going to express. I'm saying I'm going to express what the fuck I want to express when exactly. I want to express it. And he's really he really I, I like the way he paints a picture though. You know what? He's a really good storyteller. Like I get a lot of um, inspiration. Like two there's two artists who I think resonate with him really well. And I've said this, I think, of the very first episode. I know I said at least one of them. I always, I call Tef Poe the Tupac of St. Louis. Mm. He reminds me of Tupac. And when it comes to storytelling, Nas. Okay. Those are the two artists that I can, that I feel like blend well, or that he, um, what's what I'm looking for, compliment him well with. I'll definitely say he has that Pac revolutionary mindset, um, Mm -hmm. if not a little bit more elevated. Um, in them, you definitely hear it, especially on songs like uh, Oh, yeah, let's name some of these songs, bro. Then it was my first favorite song, though. Um, best rapper alive, like Weezy, I like that a lot. That's one of my top three. That was on like, that. that was in my top three. Um, Fuck 12 was another good one, but I want to talk Wait about that. Wait for song. me with T Dub was cool, too. But I think the one that did it for me was like Cancel That. That was uh, my second favorite. That was a good way to close that album. Yeah, bro. he closed the album really good like that. You know, I'm a I'm a sucker for opener and closers. Yes, uh, bro. Intro God in the City. That, that was, was a, nice. How I came in. You know what song? Let's talk about Fuck Twelve for a second because I'm actually surprised. You know what this album reminded me of? Go ahead. And now you might you might feel some. You might disagree with me. Go ahead. But it did give me a bit of a St. Louis version of the off season. You know what, bro? I was I was having I had a feeling you were gonna say that. And I don't. I actually don't disagree with you on that. To be honest, it gave me a really like J Cole's like off season. It gave me like a St. Louis like the intro is what did it for me, bro. Yeah. Yes. Because the way he came in was just like, motherfucker, <laughs> you finna turn this up. You know what song I was really impressed with was a uh, Pray for Me. Oh yeah. And the reason why, shout out to Nick Man. Who else? Who else was on that song, bro? Mighty. Oh. Miley, I'm gonna give a special shout out to Miley, bro. Her voice on that court, on the hook on that song was incredible. Like she's an incredible singer, and I want to give her a special shout out too, man, because she actually just had her show at the uh, Delma Hall a few weeks ago. Mm, she really? actually, yeah, she she's a good singer. She's a talented singer. Like she's got a really strong following. She's from here, right? I believe so. Yeah. I saw, ah, you know I, saw I saw her uh, perform a few times at the uh, man. What was that venue that closed down? The Gramophone. Oh, Gramophone. back in like 2014 and 15 and all that. Hey, they're the open. Years. They're just a bar now. Yeah, I know, bro. That was a, that was the spot when it came to those shows. Bro, remember Cicero's though? It used to be show after show at that motherfucker. Bro, Cicero's oh, was Cicero's man. used to be lit too, man. Bro, Cicero's was lit, dog. Bro, those shows. When I came to... back. That's where I used to be. <laughs> No man, I those, knew I was getting those, some good ass rhymes up in that. You don't, man. You don't hear good shows in those venues as much anymore, man. Like I never paid for weed at Cicero's. If, if I ever smoked a blunt with you back then, be happy, cause we about to blow up. And one day you can be able to say, 
I got high with that motherfucker. <laughs> but other than that, that was random. Yeah, but um, man, what it was another song. You know, what, I want to talk I about. I feel like Poe was at one of them damn shows at uh, Cicero's though. I don't know. You know what? I've seen him perform a lot at the Gramophone. I've seen him perform at. I've seen him perform a few times at the annual Slumfest. Uh, oh yeah, festivals. I've seen him perform with those a lot, bro. Those Slumfest. I you, missed out on them, bro. They were, they were to me. Even though I've been to Lollapalooza one time in Chicago, there yeah. was like it was so lit the whole day. Like it was probably one of the most lit festivals I've ever been to. And I think um, a lot of people, especially they've never heard of any of these St. Louis artists, it actually gravitated a lot of them. And they were diverse. It was a diverse crowd, bro. Like, you know how we were talking about before the air? Like, we were talking about diversity. Yeah, I remember you saying bro, you like, said, that. Bro, that like, that's another example. Yeah, hip-hop does unite all people. Mm-hmm. And I think this is definitely one of those artists that can... A lot of people can identify with. Yep, and I hate. I wouldn't. Run, I, I ain't got. I don't think you can put race on it, but I think this is somebody that you can honestly identify with. He is a relatable character. Oh, for sure. Um, with a unique. You know what? I, I know we talk about T Double all the fucking time. I feel like every episode we probably gonna say a dude name, damn near. And I ain't trying to like. You know, D-Ride or no shit like that That ain't the reason why It's just Go ahead. When we said this is about St. Louis music So I talk about St. Louis artists That I actively listen to mm-hmm. uh, So With you know that you, being said You know what it is man I'm not, I don't mean to cut you off But you know what it is too I think before T-Dubbo And I'm going to be straight up with you I think before T-Dubbo Tef Poe was the biggest artist in St. Louis mm-hmm. Before T-Dubbo And the reason why I say now T-Dubbo is probably the biggest artist We have in St. Louis is because one, he was the first, probably the first independent underground St. Louis artist who's actually started a label. Mm, yeah, I don't think I don't think um, Tef Poe ever did that. What didn't he have like him and uh, I know he Rhea had Diaz or something like that. I know he had I know he had like a team, but I don't think he actually had like a label label label, label like like T. Dubbo does now. I could be wrong, and Tef, we're wrong, man. We, we respectfully Definitely apologize. Definitely correct me because yeah, know, I mean, you I think I think from I mean, I could be wrong. But, you know, that's something that he has to, that I want him to clear up for us if we're wrong. But Rebel Diaz and Tef Poe, I don't know if that was like a label or not. I don't think it was, bro. Maybe it was just songs they had together. That possibly, but I know that. But Tito Bo, like I think it, I saw a, a post that Tef Poe uh, put a years back, but Tito Bo actually was like. Tefpo is a uh, protege in a way because Tebo and Tefpo have known each other for years based on my research and they like worked well they still they still work um together all the time but but like I think Tebo really learned a lot from Tefpo and I think that's why he became to this day I mean honestly Tebo is one of the most successful artists we have in the city yeah because he's another example of what a true hustler is yeah, like I said, I'm on. We, we, we. Jesus Christ, why the hell do I keep saying I? <laughs> you're good. You're good what I, I know what you meant. I know what you we meant. We are highlighting artists who embody the meaning of hustle, and I feel like with St. Mm-hmm. Louis artists not getting the shine they deserve, it's they have to work a little bit harder. Yep. Than a lot of other artists. I'm not saying other cities who have, don't, who have artists. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying y'all artists don't have to work. I'm only speaking from what I see, right? And from what I listen to, mm-hmm. and the questions I ask other people about these people. 
doing my research, these people work extremely freaking hard. They you can a, hear it in Tef's voice and this, in his music. Not just in the album. Damn near every song. Right. He can just like, bro, I've been working my ass off. Mm-hmm. Like, I've, I've deserved to say this shit. Yes. This shit that I'm saying to you right now, I'm that nigga and I can say that and I can back it up. Yep. And that's the way he make me feel every time I listen to him. It's like, I've, I've been doing, I'm, I, my, nigga, my boots been on the ground for a minute. I've, I've been through all this shit, through the mud, all that. It ain't nothing you can tell me. I done lost shit and mm-hmm. came back. That's hustling. Like, He's you got, know you hustle when you lose some shit, you come back yeah. twice as hard. And, and you do it over again if it happened again. I want to talk about, yeah, and I think a good example of that would be the song Best Rapper Alive, like Wheezy. Yeah. When I, you know what's so funny about that? When I when I first heard, you know, Best Rapper Alive, like Wheezy, it kind of reminded me of Best Rapper Alive off the card, too, a little bit. Yeah. Because, you know, Lil Wayne was actually, you know, talking about how he was the best rapper alive at the time, which he rightfully mm-hmm. called him. He rightfully Had deserved. Had the mixtape, too. Yep. And I feel like this is what Tefpo, I think that's where Tefpo got that um, influence from, was from that song in particular. And he was, I mean, honestly, around this time, he was right. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like, Wayne was. Wayne was the real deal back then, bro. Like, he was the king of hip hop at the time. Yeah, we talk about all the time. Wayne had a hell of a run. Hell of a run. Hell of a fucking run. And I don't think, I think Drake is honestly the closest thing you're going to see to that. Where you have a really good yep. amount of long, like consecutive back to back years mm-hmm. in your music. Wayne you, and Drake are really the whether two. Whether you like Drake or not, you cannot deny that. Yeah. He he's definitely been having a hell of a time with He's still you know what? Shit. He still is to this day, bro. Like he's getting like he's every year I think in at least in America, he's like the most streamed artist of all time. Yeah. And I don't think nobody's gonna take that crown from him anytime soon. I don't think so at all. Maybe not at all, but you never know. For I mean, right now, I we don't think it's going to be a I mean, I know we're talking about Tef Paul, but there won't be, there won't ever be, there will never be another artist like Drake. True. I will, I, I'm going to say that right now. He like, embodies Hustler, but he embodies the complete package in art of like a hip-hop yeah. art of a rap artist. Yeah. And pop artist, I'll say that, because he falls into both categories. You know what's so funny too, bro? Now that we're talking about Drake, I remember, this is just a random thought, but I remember... Tefpo had like um, I think him and I think he has I forgot his DJ what his DJ's name was but I think they hosted a party that just played Drake music because I think Tefpo was a fan of Drake or like he was, <laughs> no and like they, they played no I'm serious like I'm serious I think they played I think they played like just strictly Drake like and because I think it was like his birthday or something it was something like it was there was a special occasion for that but. Yeah, it was crazy. Like, that had to be a lit ass party, though. Yeah, I would. <laughs> had to be like. A, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I would have gone. Like, there's no way you can't get some. You know, I can't say that because Bobby's married. But if you're a single man, there's no way you're not pulling some coochie at a Drake all Drake music song. You got to Drake cannot mess up coochie for you now. It's some artists that'll just mess up some coochie for you. You can't listen to them while you're doing that. That's not what they meant for. But I wish I had a new about that shit, nigga. That I can't, sound fun. I can't. I can't remember if me and you met though at the time or not. I don't know if it was before. If it was before we met, then yeah, I probably wouldn't even. It had to be like. I, I want to say about. it was. I want to say it was like 2015 or something like that. Oh yeah, my ass was trying to make it up out of Tennessee. I had to get the fuck up out of there. I had graduated that year from college. I was trying to get the fuck up out of there. Mm-hmm. That was the year after I caught about. Like I found out about Tepo too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that was the year after Mike Brown. 
You know what? I can see a Tough Tone with Drake uh, collab happen. I wonder how the shit would sound, though. You know, Drake is one of those people who... He's versatile. He is versatile, yeah. I don't know. Like, I couldn't picture... Well, no, maybe yeah, I could you, picture you know what? Drake because Drake, Drake does have some street... Drake, uh, Drake could... Um, you said Raekwon. I'm just thinking of, like, artists that kind of, uh, like, okay. got that grit, like... But you know what, though? He, he does have some uh, street music, though. In his catalog, like he's like he's collabed with artists like Gucci Man. He's collabed with like Jeezy, Ti. I mean, but that's the, easy though. I don't know if I call because, it easy, and bro. The reason because, why I'm saying it's easy is because of like the beat selection. Well, I think that. Well, I think. Well, I think nowadays anything that he that he does is easy because he can like blend with any style. Like now, if we're talking about like 2010, 2011, that'd be maybe a little more challenging for him because he was a lot younger back then. But like now that he's like a veteran and like a lot of these artists like Lil Baby and like Lil Durk look up to him. But it's easy for him to work with them, though. I feel like it's just something about those people. I don't feel like it was a challenge at all. Like, it was similar to like, him already, up, in a like, way. I'm going to be straight up with it. I don't think I've ever said this to him in public, but I honestly think he is, like, the biggest artist we've... Like, if you want to talk about hip-hop-wise, he's probably the biggest artist we have since, like, Eminem. I say since Jay-Z was on top. Since Jay-Z and Rockefeller had their run back in the day, he's yeah, the biggest you gotta, artist we've you seen. Gotta keep my, okay, then. so it was Jay-Z, then it was M, and then I think Dre, Lil, Wayne, Lil Wayne at one point, and then Drake. Yeah, yeah. That's, how, that's how I put those in order. But I'm talking about like like worldwide, because don't get me wrong, Weezy has a strong following worldwide, but it's not as big as Eminem or Drake's. Yeah, you know Drake's. I mean not Drake. Excuse me, Lil Wayne. He's got that. He's got that fan base predominantly in like North America, basically. I mean he's got some fans like in the UK and all that, but it, he doesn't have a dead end. Wayne crack off in Japan. Yeah. Wayne crack. He was uh, you play a Wayne song from like mm-hmm. 2010. Yeah. In Japan. At a damn day party? Mm-hmm. Boy, they gonna go fucking crazy. But, like, I'm talking about, like, a global scale, though. Like, since Eminem but and yeah. Drake. Drake is synonymous everywhere, though. Like, yeah, he, that's he, what I'm saying. Like he, He's fully well-known everywhere, man. Yeah. But, uh... But Tef Poe, like, going back to Tef Poe, he's starting to get there. I feel like, even as, even as an independent um, artist. Because he's done numerous interviews outside the country. Yeah. And even though he's not, I guess you could say, quote-unquote popular, he's still getting hundreds and thousands of streams. As an independent artist, he's worked with. Oh, he's worked with Killer Mike too. Killer yeah, that I'm not surprised. They actually, Kill- I could see them like fitting like a damn glove together. Mm-hmm. I love Killer Mike, man. Shout out to Killer Mike. Killer Mike's man. one of the realest dudes I've ever listened to, bro. I love Killer Mike. But I don't just- listen to Run. The, I'm not gonna fake it and say I listen to Run the Jewels all the time. I don't, and it's not because I don't like them. And nothing like that I just don't always They don't just be they, on radar like that They, they work they, well together But they do The songs I've yes. heard Yeah they work really fucking well they've together done, They've done so many shows together bro Like it's crazy like, I fuck with them You know what I never knew the dude out of The white The, uh, the other guy out of I hate just putting his race out there But I don't know his name I can never remember his name From Run The Jewels He was in like A rap group In the 80s or something like that In okay. early hip hop I didn't know that shit Until somebody said that I forgot which one of these people Was telling me that but um, but man, I think but, I think with Tev Poe, the relatable part, um, I think for some people, you know, I ain't really big on religion a lot, mm-hmm. but you know me, I do appreciate the uh, yeah, of course, guidelines and bylaws and the culture of uh, Islam. Yeah, um, that's another thing about uh, Tev Poe too. It yeah. was cool. It was cool to figure out to find out yeah. that he was. Uh, I didn't know about the Muslim. Time. I didn't. I didn't know a, that a year or two ago. Yeah. Until last year, I didn't know that. And he was talking about Ramadan yep. on Twitter. And that's what made me pay. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't really know he was in. That was his style. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, because I, I, I do hear that. Like, I I have seen that he's gone. He goes, like, Friday prayer. Yeah. From time to time when he's not traveling. and I know he talks about fasting often. Yeah. Yep. 
I respect, man, I respect, I'm trying to learn how to I respect do. that. I respect yeah, that. I respect that, uh, man. I respect that a lot. Uh, he has something that he stands, I know, that he stands I know on. God blessed him, man, with what he's got going on right now. But, um. And I definitely, I definitely, you know, that's another thing too, man. Like, I definitely appreciate him just being open. Like, he's not afraid to reveal, like, who he actually is as a person. Yeah. That's another good and, thing. And I think this is, like, that's definitely one thing that Black Julian, um, has done successfully. I fuck with the cover art though, bro. He, he has him to sitting there reading a uh, paper from like bro. That cover art is so tough, bro. When uh, JFK got assassinated, yeah. there was, that was fucking crazy. There's one song that threw me off, and I don't mean that. I mean that in the most respectful way possible. Like, like you said, fuck twelve. Yeah, that's like the most different song on the album, and I I appreciate him putting that on there because one thing that I think every artist, not every artist, but a lot of artists lack. Is just kind of getting out of their comfort zone and just doing something different, you know. Sure. Like, like in Tef Poe, Auto Tune works really well. I feel like, and man, he was not missing any words when he said that. Mm-hmm. When he, because uh, he does hate the police. I know that for a fact. He, he hates the police. No, he actually said that. In, I forgot what. It, no, I'm serious, bro. Like. I don't know why when I hear about like people being like, man, fuck the police. It just make me laugh every time. Bro, the first thing I think of is NWA. That song, the song uh, from NWA. That's the first thing I think of when people say that. Fuck the police. Yeah. But man, but you know what though? Going back, like, you know, that song, Wait For Me and like, who else? Like, Genocide. You know, since you work with T-Dubbo. I said this before and I say it and I'm going to say it again. You all need to get a collab album going. For real. We need some hometown, like, you know what? Never mind. And I mean, I'm not gonna, you don't even worry about the T Dub Don't even worry about Tepo. You know what? Yogi and Bobby are gonna do it. Since nobody in the city wants to do it, Hustle City Heroes the EP. When that little two, three song thing come out, I don't wanna hear shit. How many copies do you think we'll sell the first week? I don't know, bro. If we sell any at all, I might start selling them shots back on my car. <laughs> do it the old school the old school way. Trees, yeah. Physical units, bitch. <laughs> You know what's crazy though? If you can say you sold more physical units than Drake, I'll be happy. That'd be impossible. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> or if I can say that shit one day, I'll just be happy. Just physical units. I don't hear about streets. Like, but man, no, in all seriousness, like, but by the way, we're gonna kill on Hustle City Heroes. Like, I'm not. I'm gonna be serious on that. I'm gonna take you seriously. If we can find a studio and some people like coaches along with it, we don't need a studio, bro. We got a. We got. I think we got the right equipment for it. Boy, this shit gonna sound trash. Is a motherfucker. <laughs> we could. We can. <laughs> we gonna be sounding like some 2008 uh, SoundCloud artists, nigga. I'm gonna sound like Russ before he got Bro, I used to hate being on SoundCloud or MySpace back in the day because I couldn't stand the way my cousins them like their music was cool for the time, but they didn't have like the best like production, and they had this one fucking song that I really fucked with, and I don't know why. I think it was called uh, Mo Murder, and it made me laugh so fucking hard. Cause the like You can hear their voices Echoing off of whatever wall Was in the studio <laughs> And like the chorus was like More murder More murder More murder But you would hear that shit Echoing off the wall And I to be like Bro This is some trash <laughs> When I went back to listen to that I was like Why the fuck was I Bobbing my head to this shit You niggas sucked like, <laughs> I'm just, they get mad at me now for clowning them for, but I was like, bro, it's your cousin. That was some ass. Like, what the fuck was that about? 
Like none of y'all Like all of um, But man All, all the SoundCloud mm-hmm. artists uh, Facebook artists uh, MySpace artists That would spam you They shit Back when I used to like When I first got Twitter And I couldn't stand it Right Oh my god That shit was ridiculous Bro you know it's hilarious Like I just want I don't know bro Like <laughs> I don't know what we gonna sound like. I know. See, know. I think I might come out with a comedy rap album too. I think you did say that before. I think that'd be funny. I'm just gonna rap over beats to like popular songs and just turn it into well, some funny that, shit. Well, okay, so that's pretty much I think what we're gonna do. Pretty much. I said I was. Well, we said we was gonna rap over Fabio Foreign. What song was that? That was a. Uh, damn, what song was that? Oh, Big Drip Big Drip, yeah, yep. Big Drip Oh, we said Fire Squad I'm gonna have to get like my mind ready for that shit Bro, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna I be cannot a, rap at I'm all I'm gonna be serious on that That shit man. is hilarious, but I'm gonna No, try. I got a different flow in mind for um, Big Drip though Bobby got one bar, it's gonna be cold as a motherfucker I ain't I got, gonna say I got so here, many. Though. I got so many, bro, like You have no idea who you messing with I'm not gonna say that shit on here I might steal some but, of old um, Meek Mill shit, right. but I'm not even gonna lie Let's let's go back on topic, though for Oh, a you know what? I missed Tempo's event which one was that? That one, I don't know if it was his event, but Roland Martin was in town, and he was there. I maybe he was hosting it or something like that. But it was uh yesterday, man. Oh, it was yesterday at three p.m. Well, I couldn't go anyway. I was at work. Shit. Oh, okay. Uh, it was they were talking about the book that Roland Martin I think wrote the White Fear book, mm. kind of focusing on the insurrection in January sixth. Okay. Uh, like what was that? Twenty twenty one when it happened when they attacked the Capitol when the white people finally went crazy. Oh yeah, that was crazy, bro. It was just that was chaos. Those yeah, white that, thugs. That was a couple. That was a couple months before I went. Those gangsters. Went yeah, that was after a Biden got elected. Yeah, that was all yeah. the white thugs and gangsters just out there doing that. I'm trying to skew the narrative and change that shit because them are thugs. Mm-hmm. I'm getting tired of calling them us thugs. But, but man, but like you know how we were talking about like these St. Louis artists and he put. Try to consider releasing vinyls and stuff. This album needs to be hell. On vinyl. Yeah, if he if Tapo released this on fucking vinyl, it would go crazy. Nigga, do you know I'm gonna be the first one fighting in line to get this shit like some J's? Nigga, you better get, make sure you give me that copy too. I probably ain't gonna push shoot nobody over no shoes. I wouldn't shoot nobody over no shoes, but like, how they be going crazy over J's when they come out? They be in the mm-hmm. line waiting. I'm definitely fighting a couple niggas. So, you that's don't an, know that's, an, that's another thing I want a lot of these St. Louis artists to do man They need to like Try to come up with vinyls Because vinyls are becoming A big thing now I mean Yeah Give them time I mean I'm mean, i I'm sure it'll come eventually But When they think it's like When they get turned up For real for real And it goes like classic mm-hmm. It's something they put out That goes classic Like I yep. really think We gonna have like A hell of a monster To deal with When it comes to uh, One of these uh, All of our artists Getting on a national stage I really feel like yep. We made some headway it's just going to be that one artist. And, hell, it might be the Hustle City Heroes. You never know. They come up out of St. Louis and we be out of this motherfucker and we just take over and make St. Louis the headquarters, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? You never know. I almost said that word that I'm not supposed to say on here. Because it ran, I have ADHD bad. That shit really just came to my head. But, yeah, back well, you to mentioned that saying, so many times on every episode so far. I haven't said it, though. I haven't said the word at all. No, you haven't. Thank God. But um, I'm going to respect the people. And just not say that But it's just been in my mind Like I don't know why As a joke and if you see me in public Don't ask me what word it was Because I'm not going to tell you I'm only going to say this about you If I know you out here doing What the hell you Doing something you ain't supposed to be doing So Yeah But man let's talk about the What was Man One thing that really Stood out to me I just liked 
Tough Pose beat choices on this album. Yeah, that Asada, uh, was it Asada or Tubman's, um, Tubman's Bounce? Tubman's Bounce. I think it was Tubman's Bounce that really caught me too. But, uh, Cancel That? Cancel That really caught Bro, me. There's two, there's two songs that caught me, man. Like, Intro Got in the City, how was, how the beat yeah. switched on that. And what was the other one? Oh, New Ice Cube. Yeah, New Ice Cube. I, I was sitting there paying attention to Man, that. Man, New Ice Cube, bro. And I kind of timed out for a second. I had to get right back into you know it. What? I could hear a little bit of a Ice Cube influence in him, too, bro. He gives you early, like, young. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the, early, like the old school Ice Cube, yeah. He give you that. And I mean, like, right after NWA. Mm-hmm. Ice Cube, like that yep. Ice Cube, not like that, like that, no Vaseline type. Yeah, yep. The grit, like the anger, not anger, but I don't know what else to call it. But it's like that. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, he had that yeah. like that killer instinct in him. Yeah, because he real for they neck on that damn song. No Vaseline was one of the craziest diss songs. Devil, to me, top five diss track ever of all time. Yeah, especially from a West Coast artist. Mm-hmm. You know what though, Tefo can definitely blend when blend well with like the East Coast, the West Coast. I always South. took him for more of a boom bap type person. Really? Yeah. I always just seen him more as like boom bap or like maybe he can mix with some southern artists. Okay. I feel like that's probably that. This is my opinion. No, I definitely, uh, I definitely respect that. I think he can blend with any sound, honestly. I haven't heard him on like a West Coast beat or nothing like that. I I've heard think. him, man. I've heard him so many songs, like, uh, like even some like R and B type shit. I've heard him some. Like, like I said, he can blend in with anybody for real, man. Just as long as, like, because this dude knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, like he's a veteran, literally. Like, I'm not even just saying that because I've listened to him for years, but he can, he's worked, like I said earlier, he's worked with some of the greats. He's open for some of the greats. And you, man, there's no reason to hate on this dude, honestly. Yeah, I'm tired of all the St. Louis hate on our artists, bro. Like, y'all, y'all ain't gonna have to watch out, Miles, bro. You know, real soon. Soon. And I, like, I, soon. Listen like to I, what I'm saying. Soon. Soon. Like tomorrow. Like, that's a, that's that's <laughs> not like me just being silly. That's also another reference to another artist and something they got going on. So, soon. So, soon. 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 That's all I gotta you, say. You, 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 you all will understand when you gonna understand. You gonna understand soon. You understand. When I, I ain't get, even involved not, in the project, but we're, I, I'm, we're, just, I'm just gonna. We're not giving. We're not giving any. We're not giving anything away at this point. I ain't seeing a damn thing. If you listen maybe, to when you maybe, hear this episode, maybe the next, maybe the next episode or the one after, but it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be today. But I'm pretty sure this shit gonna be pretty, mm. pretty fucking decent. But soon, my nigga. Soon, oh man. And we know a certain listener out there knows what we're talking about. So when I put this out and he catch it, mm-hmm. shout out to you. Yeah, man. But like I said, after this episode, bro, I'm definitely. All right, we gotta stop. I feel like we be mentioning. No, you good. Name a lot. No, no, you good. Um, be thinking we just out here dick riding, bro. I ain't no dick rider, Bobby. I know you're not. Be I like de- Gucci. I like women. <laughs> I'm the best, perp, the best band in the world. Not these other men, me. <laughs> I hope you're straight. That's the yeah, always. Okay, just check. It's a one-way street. True. No, but like in all seriousness, man. Like after this, I'm definitely gonna DM this dude because I'm disappointed that this was my first time listening to this album. But that's not his fault. That's your fault. You told me you just didn't listen to it. Not out of night. You didn't want to. You just didn't. So who fault is that? Your brain or Tef pose? No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm disappointed. <laughs> no, listen, hear me out. I'm disappointed myself that I didn't listen. I, that took me this long to listen to this album, and I've always been a Tef Poe fan. Over the years, it's just that I don't like I said the whole the issue 
not just with his music, but all these talented St. Louis artists. Like, the problem is just the whole promotion and marketing, like you said before. Yeah. And I think... Yeah, it don't really get to our ears. Like It really doesn't, man. man. Like, it, the only thing that sucks is that you have to, like, literally find out for yourself. Or even, like, when you go on social media and you have mutual friends that talk about it. And that's, I mean, that's why I'm at the point now where, like, almost every day I go on... I personally have Apple Music. I go on Apple Music and see if there's anything new from these guys because... I mean, like I said, they make really good music. I mean, that's there's no other way to put it. But um, I'm looking up. Where is it at? Where the f- did it go? His phone broke. No, nah, mine actually didn't. But I'm getting another phone tomorrow. I'm sick of this shit. I've had my 10 R for like. Shit, I had this one like four years. What kind of phone you got? The iPhone XR, the XR. Oh, bro, yeah, it's time for you to switch I've had up. That for a minute. I'm surprised my um, iPhone six lasted for like. Boy, yours lasted longer for, than mine because for like I seven and a half years, bro. Like mine lasted about a good five. Yeah, I had to get the. I, I got the. I, what did I get last year? That yeah, it'll be almost a year already. I got um, I got the iPhone. I think it's the yeah SE. I got the new SE third generation. Yeah, shit. Mine just. I didn't want to get the new iPhone 14, whatever the hell. It was fucking with my ass. Was trying to be all spiffy and. I didn't want to be young, new, and then you know I'm a technology guy. Like, yeah, let me get the new iPhone 7 when it got it in jet black because I'm black. Um, uh, when it did that shit, that shit got old. And you know what? I don't even think my seven really got old. My se- I miss my I, seven. You, you want this for me, man? Like the only reason why I got a new iPhone was because. Sorry, I know we're going off topic, but the only reason I, why I got a new iPhone was because I couldn't update some of my apps, and like, yeah, it was that time. So, I think what I really, I know we get, we just be like bouncing around, which also is just pretty much kind of like filler conversation too. I mean, it just works. Then we got our eye chemistry, whatever, right? Cohesive. Uh, the album that I was listening to though, when I had mm-hmm. caught back on the tempo, like for real, for real, mm-hmm. I think it was Cheer for the Villain. Yeah, dope, that was pretty dope fucking album. cool. I I could be wrong, but I think that I know he's released like numerous mixtapes, but I think that like was his first independent album. I feel like that I he's dropped. Dig to find this shit though, not really, but but no, cheer for the villain, bro. I, I we can talk about that on another episode, but I, if you haven't listened to that album, y'all go listen to it. I'd be wanting to say these rappers' real name, but I ain't got no reason to call out their real name. Like, what the hell is that gonna do for me? Nothing. <laughs> like I really have no reason to say their real name. Like we are. This is not that uh type of podcast. Where I'm like something, something, such and such. Like I, I, I don't understand why I would do that. But I, I don't. Uh, would I really give a damn if I'm I famous and somebody said my real name? I would instead of Yogi. I would probably honestly prefer you to call me my real name. Cause I nah fuck that. Just call me Yogi. Cause I can't stand my name, Darion. Nigga, Darion is the name of Beyonce's jeans. When I was a kid, this little gay dude used to get on the bus and tease me about. Are that. you serious? Yes, every day. Bro, you never morning, told me that story. He would be like, "Shake your Darion, shake your Darion," and then be, like, "Oh my god, bro, what the fuck?" You lying right His now, name bro? Name was Corey. Fuck you, Corey. 
All right, man. You're about, to get, you're about to get sued right now. It ain't nothing. Corey don't even know which one it is. There's so many Corys I know. St. Louis is full oh, of Corys. Yeah, that's true. You, did, you didn't say his last name. so There's so many Corys in this city. Corys and Look Riggs. Like, this is all I know. Like, if you black, you know somebody named Look Rig. Look Rig. But, man. Brand Brand. Eh. I repeated them too, though. The Brand Brand and I think about the kids that went to Hazelwood East when they, 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 they passed, though. They passed away their freshman year. I repeated them. Um, Let me ask you this: uh, Who, who are three artists you would like to see Tough Pro collab with? Like they could like be either from major the league artists. Yeah, um, I think he definitely would fit well with Cole. Yeah, that was definitely. I think that'd be a Cole, like a definitely like real well cohesive like mix that 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 come off fucking fire. Um, I would like to see him get him and Nas though. Mm-hmm. I could see that him and Nas do something. Um, yep. I would probably, honestly, I don't know if he's had this happen or not before, but I want a Hit Boy song. I like Hit Boy so much as a producer. Yeah, me too. I feel like he can work with anybody. Hit Boy is, to me, man, Hit Boy right now is top five. But let me get a Metro Boomin' produce song with for Tef Poe, just for some hometown shit. It's a yeah. Metro, produce, Metro Boomin' produce song with Tef, like Tef Poe song produced by Metro Boomin' featuring mm-hmm. Raekwon the Chef. That'd be tough. That shit slap, my boy. Man, you took you took like a couple of mine, man, because I was gonna say J Cole and Nas, but I'm not gonna repeat after you. I don't but matter, um, you know, I'm the best at this shit, cat. Yeah, you're one of them. Um, where my blue flag at? Cause I'm going back to gripping, cat. This is bullshit. Let me stop playing. Yeah, please do. Uh, <laughs> not a gangster. No, you're not. But um, man, for me, man, I would say. Does that be just hip hop? Or can I pick any other genre? Give me anything. Okay. R and B, hip hop. I would say, you know what? You know how I like to see him uh, collab with the weekend. You know what? They might that, actually that, cook that, and fit. Yeah, because <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I would say the weekend is one of them. Another one, I'm gonna say Rakim is another one. I can definitely see him rocking with Rakim. Yeah, bro. I would say Rakim. And let's see, I got one more. I would have to say Hello, Uzi Vert. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Just because you were talking about him, nah, nah. One more, Black Thought. God damn, Bobby. The Weekend, Black Thought, and Rakim. I can see him doing the rock, the Black Thought for real, for real. Because Black Thought's got that. Black Thought's got that real. He like, mellow. Yeah, but he gonna let your ass have it. I could, I, cause I want to see. I can, not I want to see, but I would like. Cause one thing about Tef Poe, I've always admired him for, man, is like he always challenges himself, and you can actually hear it. Like especially when I told you he's worked with some of the greats, like Killer Mike, Tyler Quali, Royce the Five, Royce. The, I think Royce the Five Nine had to be his biggest challenge. To be on his level, it was, for those of you, like I said, remind you all that song was, um, don't what's it called. Can't push me, something like that. But man, Royce Five Nine, man, that dude is a monster when it comes to lyricism. So and, crazy that and he always. Tef, I'm surprised you've never heard that song too. I remember you said that. Yeah, I still haven't heard it, bro. You gotta check that out, I mean, man. You, you, you have to. to, listen to you have to be on your game if you're gonna collab with the wordsmith like Royce. Yeah. And Tefpo did it on that one. Like none of like no nobody was rapping better than the. Other like they were like even right there. Yes, you know what? I wonder if we be talking all this shit and God came down right now and was like, "You want to know who my top five is? Say a lie, 
God, whoever it is you believe in, just came and was like, y'all wonder who the hell my real top five is, Imagine them saying it was some St. Louis artists in that shit. I'd be like, nigga, I've been to that. Probably get like a first class ticket to hell or some shit, but for cursing in front of God and all that, but I don't know. I don't know how it works. Um, God, though, definitely going to tell y'all in a couple years. Just mark my words. Hustle City Podcast in second. Hustle City Podcast in first. We're going to wind up on OVO Radio. Oh, yeah, you and that love-hate relationship with Drake. I got a lot of shit to say about that fellow, but you know what? But you know what, though? You know what? I know we talked. I know before them, we went on air. Like, we were talking about who we would like to interview with. I think we can pull an um, interview with Drake or have a conversation with him. I really do think, I think we can. I think that shit going to be hard as fuck to get him to do it. You know what, bro? I don't... You know what? As long as we keep... But we got to be popping, though, for Drake. We got to be popping. But, I like, other artists that we talked about, like, we want J. Cole on here. We want... We said... Um, like for Drake, I feel like we have to bait Drake in. Like you know, Bro, how they we, lead we them have traps to. For we have animals. to grind. Like they lead them traps for animals with like the little stick sticking up in the box, yeah. and you try to trap them like cheese or some shit. We gonna need like some big fat porn star booty bitch for Drake because that's what that nigga like. If you really bitch to the chicks, this shit has to be a fat ass. Um, like two of them. I'm gonna need some bottles of his liquor. Dude, that sounds like a strip club, like an imaginary strip club you're creating right now. No, man, I'm saying like the shit I be seeing. Did I be? I be researching, bro. Like, I want, you I got, want you all you artists to bro, know you something. You gotta keep in mind, I'm wearing this ring right now, and I got a woman. I'm not talking about you liking it. We know you uh, only okay. like one woman, and that's fine. Okay, I'm just hello checking. to your beautiful queen. Thank you. We want you to continue to love that one woman. I think loving one woman is an honorable thing. But oh, some of us are single. Yes. And I don't know if I'm necessarily ready to mingle. I'm still. And like my journey of like actually transitioning for real. Like not like to like a woman or nothing like that. No offense. I just have to clear it up because I've said that out loud before. Someone's like, this ass on the back. It's like, man, I always knew that that was a girl. I was like, bro, what? But uh, like, nah, bro. Um, Transitioning man More into The being that I I'm trying I'm getting there I'm becoming the being That I really want to be Yeah For sure So With that being said I know what I do Take date requests So like If you have a fun I'm coming with the idea So ladies Get at me You know You can call me anytime At 281-330-8004 that's that. That's Mike Jones. You can hit me. <laughs> <laughs> you can always call that number, but I won't answer. I don't know who has that number now. Um, I'm not gonna lie. I thought you were serious for a second. No, that's my. You remember that song from Mike Jones? Oh yeah, I do. I'm just messing with you. Who Mike Jones? To oh my god! If dead or alive, claps for Tempo. I would want to hear him in Pimp C. Bro, I want to hear Roman Pimp C and I want to hear him in Pimp C. You know, what? I could see Roman Pimp C. I could see uh, Tefpo doing a collab. I with feel Pimp like C. that shit would be Bro, crazy. What about Nipsey Hustle and Tefpo? That would have been a mind like blown mind moment. Like you know, like you just see some shit and your mouth just they really did that shit. Mm-hmm. That would have been like up there with like damn. I wish they would have Drake and Kendrick. I wish they would have worked together, Kendrick bro. That would have been so dope. The damn thing, but I swear to God, I wish they would have worked together. Yeah, that would have been a really cool thing. You know, Midwest, R.I.P. West Coast. R.I.P. Nipsey, man. We're definitely going to do an episode dedicated to him, for real, because... Marathon. Marathon will forever continue. That's all I'm going to say. 
I will forever be a fan of Nipsey, man. Like, I can't yeah. been four, man. I can't believe it's been four years since almost four years since that dude died. Bobby's tearing up right now, y'all. It's a really emotional moment. I'm just giving him shit. Yeah, you are. Because I was about to cry too. I was pissed when. Uh, yeah, you when actually. Nipsey died. Man, I'll I never forget, pissed. man. We, we were at the mall and I first told you that. And I you was started too mad then. when that man died, bro. I was like, "This some bull ass shit right here." This some. That I happened, hate man. That happened. I think the day after I got engaged, bro. Like that. Some that ruined. That ruined. That ruined. That ruined my weekend. Like. Hey, nigga, I mean. I ain't laughing at this man dying or nothing like that. I'm just, I'm one of those people in a bad situation. I'm gonna try to make light of it, especially when people like not make light of the situation. You just want to make just it funny, cheer people yeah, up. I like, got you. yeah. And my grandma funeral, I had niggas laughing. <gasps> okay, when we start having these visuals, like you all understand. You will definitely you understand, You'll definitely why understand and how my brain works. Like I'm eight mm. out out this motherfucker. I don't know why, bro. I don't know how the hell I made it to school. Cause that shit got boring after math. I don't. You know what's crazy, bro? Like, as much as uh, people give St. Louis uh, shit and all that, like, Tef Boat was famous. I mean, he's, he's known all around. Yeah, he's not just known in St. Louis. He's known like I had people yeah. I knew outside of Chicago, outside of St. Louis. Like, like right. how the hell I knew about him from your city before you knew about him? I'm right, like, exactly. I don't know. Right. Shit, I wasn't paying attention for a long time. But you know what though? I wasn't paying attention to shit. You know what though? It's that hard work and dedication that dude has. Yeah. And you gotta keep in mind, this dude has listened to hip hop since he was literally a little kid. Like he always talked about. I heard him like in previous interviews. Like, man, you gotta keep y'all don't understand. This dude has been on the so- what was it? The source, um, hyped, unhyped, whatever it's called. This dude has been on BET. He's got numerous awards from like the Sunfest music scene. He's won best hip hop artists like three or four years in a row. I mean, this dude is the truth, literally. I just want to see people like him and uh, I mean, you know what? I don't know if it's even their goal necessarily to. I don't know if it's selfish to want to go for somebody, but I guess it's like kind of like parenting. But um, I'm my whole thing is man, like we do this podcast specifically about you know major like mainly St. Louis things, yeah. But he music overall for we we right. offer all the hip hop heads. Mm-hmm. I'm talking hip hop. I'm talking. Rock him. I'm talking 88, right? 90, the golden era, like all that. Yeah. Like if you that, like we do this for like y'all, and even for some of the younger cats though, because some of them cool, some of them are real good artists. Yeah, you got me hooked on to some of them too, bro. Like Montana 300, Simba, Simba. You got all these different artists. Right. We do these for the people that really put in the work. To be where they are We actually did um Like as you already know We've done a few Like Clash the Titans yeah. Episodes Which have been Actually been Really highly anticipated To be, believe it or not At least the people I've talked to Um Everybody else Is telling me Just bro Just drop the damn podcast Darian Just drop all the episodes you know what, though? You, ass. you know what though And I'm gonna say this on air too Like we've both been going through Some personal things As well Um I know you've been I mean, we both had some, not nothing major, but like we've had like some minor struggles. Yeah, little setbacks, little setbacks. But you know, because we we both like to take care um, of our families first and foremost before anything. And you know, but I promise y'all, twenty twenty three. I mean, we're still only in January, but we're gonna we're gonna drop a lot of content for y'all, and we're gonna improve our content. We're gonna talk to all these artists we've been mentioning in the past, which we got. We're gonna start rolling on that pretty soon. And 
Y'all gotta keep in mind too I've said this before We both got full time jobs But our ultimate goal Is to make this full time Yep And when they pop off I don't wanna hear None of that shit You know what I'm talking about I knew Let me stop playing Look When it pops off It pops off And uh, like I said Soon Soon have you any haters yet? I'm just wondering. Mm, I yeah, ain't that big on like social yeah, media. Me, like me, maybe me, like me, TikTok. Me, I, I have random people on TikTok under my videos TikTok. talking trash and shit. And I never understood. I'm like, bro, it's just a funny video. Chill out. But you know, comedy be rubbing people the wrong way sometimes. I don't mean to rub you at all. I'm not your parent. I'm not trying to caress you. Here's the thing about Tough Poe too, man. Like, and I, and this is why I appreciate him so much. Like he is for the people. Like Tito Bo is. Bobby just tried, cried again, y'all. There we go. But now nah, he is serious though. He is for the people. He just flicked me off like royally. He flashed his ring in my face. He told me, you "Bro, son of first a bitch. of all, my ring's not on my middle finger." He just put it on his middle finger and told me, "I don't know what me. finger you're looking at, but <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but he's right, yeah, though, man. Tempo yeah. is one of those artists that is for the people. That's that that ties into the relatability of the yes. artists. If you ever pay attention to like an album review." By us, we do tackle three main subjects a lot, and that's lyrics, mm-hmm. um, overall flow, production, mainly production. He had and all then relatability, that. bro. He had all that and on this album, yeah, bro. This album was one of those albums where it really did tie in all it is, three. It is an A rated album, bro. A rated, A rated. I'm giving it an A. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a nine point five out of ten. That sounds very. I'm gonna, I think that's I'm gonna just that because I'm gonna give it a four and a half out of five stars. But yeah, nine point five out of ten. That sounds yep, good to me. Four point yeah. five out of five stars. You know what? Let me ask you this. This is a general question. Do you believe there's such thing as a perfect album? We like. I mean, perfect album is like no skips, but. I mean, this album didn't have any skips, but at the same time, you know, this. I feel like this. Just there's no a perfect album. Perfect. You know what? A perfect album for me yeah. is an album that I can go back to. No matter where I'm at in life, would this one be? Would and this I one think be one this of will them? be one of them in the future okay. where I can see myself yeah. playing this music. Okay, I feel like he has something timeless with this. But like but how we ha- were talking about Eminem earlier, yeah, like we were listening to um, we were listening was, like, I'm back, I'm back by the Marshall Mathers. That's LP. a timeless, yeah, album. for sure. And like you can play it at any point, and it's got it's got over three. But you can see. Here's the thing too, and I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm, I know we go off topic, but we're bringing examples of how yeah. it, it relates to the subject. This is why we talk about other artists and stuff. I just want to make that clear. But like artists like Eminem and like Jay Z and like Lil Wayne and Drake, you gotta keep in mind they have the most diverse hip, um, fan bases. Like we talked about, we just talked about Wu Tang off air because of that show we went to. Yeah. And Tefpo has a diverse following because every time, every show I've been to, you know, I've seen him perform in person. All, no matter what race you are, you're gonna go. You, that crowd is lit, like. And Tepo used to be, Tepo used to be like the headliner when I used to see him perform almost at every show, bro. Like he used to be like the because he was. I'm gonna say this. He was the best. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if a before, lot of artists requested him to open before he home. started traveling a lot more. Like when he was strictly in St. Louis. Yeah, he was. He was the best. You know, and I think I'm glad that Tito Bo learned a lot from him. Over the years, yeah, like they actually tore before the whole Mike Brown situation. They did have a um, tour together mm. at one point. Yeah, I mean, I gotta catch more of they battle raps and shit like that. A lot of these artists be doing more than just like albums. I be trying to catch their events in the city when they have them. Well, I don't, you know what, Tefpo to me, and I could be wrong, but he wasn't really like a battle rapper like T.W.O., but he's done like freestyle like competitions, and he's judged a lot of freestyle. Uh, Events, 
Yeah, I was mainly like rearing that towards like dub though. Yeah, yeah dub is more of a. I feel a, like because I I don't know. I, well, dub I ain't never been like the biggest fan of battle rap. I love Except this. for like to catch like the slick bars, you, you know what? Like, you that's know, what I was there for. All that extra shit. You know, that go on. you know why I love it so much? To to be honest, man, is because I love that competitiveness. I appreciate the competitiveness. Yeah, but all be, that extra shit that be going on because, the show sometimes used to make my head hurt. Because here's the thing: Tefo to me is not a rapper. He is an MC. Yeah. Same thing with like artists like Indiana Rome and like T Dubbo and them. You got to put uh, Tefo in that category of being an MC. But man, uh, Tough Poe like put some respect on singing. Put some respect on it. Put, put some respect on his name. And like name, I said, this God I'm gonna say this one more time. I'm gonna DM you, brother, because a little bit of dobo. Even if we gotta travel and meet you somewhere, I'm willing to do that. But we're definitely get you on here, brother, because you you're the reason why St. Louis is getting more respect. What's so funny, bro? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was quiet on purpose because I was letting you talk. Because I ain't. I thought like I was you, is, you is, is, is your ADHD kicking in again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When you said put the respect on his name, my job had to say you yeah, got a little bit of adobo, but I pictured uh, I pictured Birdman. Yeah, Playboy ate a <laughs> I was still motherfucking with break up here. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was gangster. Nigga, I am not the Breakfast Club. I'm finna fight I you. Ass. Thinking, I had a feeling. <laughs> you're thinking of. I am going to fucking fight your old ass, bro. Who would you rather fight, Birdman or DJ Khaled? Mm, DJ Khaled. For real? Yeah. Okay. Birdman might have them hitters. Play boy. You never know. But regardless of Bird, I mean, Birdman, man. Despite the fact that he's not as relevant now like he used to be, he's still a legend. I also thought about the dumbass two, three, five, five to ten. Oh yeah, <laughs> but, but I, man, I, all right, but man. but man, I want to man. I just can't wait to hear more tough Poe in the future. I want to know where the name, the Black Junior name, came from, though. That's something we gotta ask him. I don't. I, I, I'm trying to look to it be, up earlier, but to be honest, bro, it. like that's the only thing that kind of um, I'm confused about. But other yeah. than that, there's gotta be a reason for that. Because I tried to tie and it to like Julius Caesar, but that didn't make sense. I don't know, bro. Like that's a. It's gotta be. He's. It's gotta be something that that might have happened in his lifetime that influenced him to name that. Because I know he just didn't come with that out of nowhere. But that's something we definitely gotta ask. That's something we gotta ask you, man. Or like, if you have the answer, if you want to DM one of us, holler at us. Yeah, man. Anytime, man. We both be on Twitter actively. And if you don't know, if you don't remember, you know I'm Riley B's boy. Riley B introduced me to you, and I appreciate you uh, showing me love, man. Like um, over the years, but we definitely gonna we definitely gonna link up, man. And Tito Bo can help us out too, man, with that because I know he's like your little brother. So, yeah, we need but to no, we got we got you, like, we got you, man, we got you. All these damn artists. Oh, I'm, they I got told you. AMG. We need, yeah. to, I need everybody's like. You know what we gotta do, bro. Music sit somewhere I'm, so I this, can just listen to it. This this is gonna require more equipment, which I'm totally okay with. But I would like to have an interview with like a group of these talented um, St. Louis artists. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, that'd be fire though. Like, like, like if we if we got both. Like, this is on a separate episode because I want this to happen later on down the road. Actually, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna ha- I want this to happen by the end of the year. I would like to have all four of us, me, you, Tito Bo, and Tefo, would have a, con- a dope conversation. Yeah, that'd be fire. I mean, there's going to be a, a completely separate episode, but I want to talk to them individually first before we do that because yeah. 
but that's something I want on my bucket list. I definitely see that being like a really good conversation. Man, I got questions. Man, but here's the thing, man. We're gonna get a hookah. We're gonna pass that around. Okay. And, I mean, yeah. I think it's gonna be somebody smoking weed. I'm not gonna say who, but you. Oh no, I don't nah, I'm messing with you. I'm, I'm might. You never know. Like every. I don't nah, smoke on I'm, the I'm regular get the, no Nah, man. I need my white grape hookah, man, so I can blow some clouds, you know. And it'll be all good. I smoke the KK every now and then, though. That Khalifa Kush. I'm not smoking that shit ever again. I'm sorry. That and Blue Dream is just too strong. So, I don't know. I feel like currency when it comes to... For all my weed heads out there that vibe out to smoke weed and listen to hip-hop, I, look, bro, stop smoking Blue Dream right, like right now. <laughs> If you got like an ounce of that shit, a pound of that shit, throw that shit, flush it. Yeah, flush that shit down the toilet. Here's the thing, bro. Like, I'm. Because <laughs> whatever that shit do to you. Here's the thing. This, this is just my personal opinion on weed. I don't have a problem with people smoking weed. I just don't. I just don't do it personally. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, because I don't need it to like have a great enjoy. I don't need it to enjoy life. You know what I'm saying? This is like, like some people. Some people yeah. sleep with men. They men now. I don't sleep with men. They're my baby. Bobby, he be doing that. He's sleeping with dudes. <laughs> hey, bro, do your thing. And this is the comedy portion of the goddamn show. Where I'm just rambling and talking shit. <laughs> but Bobby, you're right. You you better you better not do that when we have our guests up here, bro. I might crack jokes every now and then to keep things lively. Uh, Slap in the face. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, man, ain't nothing wrong with smoking weed. I I I don't do it anymore. Like that, I just I'm, feel like it's, a, it's blow, a habit. Bro, after what happened to you at the hospital, that one. Bro, that wasn't smoking weed. Now that was a totally different situation. I thought, I thought that was after you smoked the one. Hell no! Uh, normally, when I smoke, I am just I have a body high and I just feel really good. <laughs> you have a high head high right. and you have a body high. Head high, mm-hmm. you probably just in your head the whole time. Yeah, chilling. I'm in my body. Like my body, just everything. I can feel everything. I got and you. And it feel weird, but I just be enjoying that shit. I don't know why, but. <laughs> This particular day, and I'm not telling this story right no, now. You're good. No, this you're good. day, but basically, I ate an edible that okay. at the time my ex's little brother had gave me. But it was like, which Wait. one is bigger, macro or micro? Macro is bigger. It was macro dosed. Oh, okay. And it wasn't micro dosed like the ones I've had before. It, was, it wasn't a bigger like it was a quantity bigger than it was. Yeah, yeah and it I was got more you. THC yeah. in it. Yeah, and it. Bro, you, fucked me, bro. You had up. me worried, bro. You had me worried like hell, like boy. That was like five years ago. That shit what, had wow, me. Wow, damn, that was that. Long. Hell yeah, that was crazy. Time passed like that. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I'm glad you stopped. That because... shit fucked me up. I ain't stopped right after that. I kept smoking a little no, bit, right, right, right. But like, I got to a point like where I started feeling weird in my chest when I would smoke. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah, uh, I need to exercise more. I need to stop smoking. So. I like I said, I don't got a problem with anybody who does it. I mean, that's I mean, your, li- that's, your that's your that's your that's your life, you know, but. I just, we, we have we have reasons why we don't do it. I that's just prefer like if you gonna smoke, don't smoke no goddamn, don't smoke nothing with fentanyl. In I it, mean, please. my drug my drug of choice is hip hop. That's all I'm gonna say. On okay, that. you corny motherfucker. I ain't no corny motherfucker. Uh, but that's fine. Since we do our hip hop show, I guess. Right, my drug of choice is hip hop. Who are you, the dare program lion nigga? Trying to get me to not do drugs. I failed that program, by the way. They <laughs> said just say no. I said yes. Quick as hell. <laughs> My cousin said, hey, come here, you trying to get... Hell yeah, bro, I've been trying to do this since fifth grade. What up? No, man. Um, Yeah, if you don't smoke weed, just don't smoke Blue Dream. Yeah. Stop smoking all this super-duper exotic shit mm-hmm. that's just got all these retarded names because they do use, like, growth regulators in that shit when it comes to Delta 8. Mm-hmm. And growth regulators do fuck with your body. It messes with your RNA after a while, but um, don't ask me how I know. I like to read. Yeah. Um, 
But that cover, speaking of smoking weed, that cover is so nice, though. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier. I don't know who the white guy is in the back. But uh, oh, I'm pretty sure it don't matter. Anyway, I just thought it was cool to see, like, the newspaper. Uh, not that I was happy Kennedy you know died. I think it is, bro? Like that. It was just the time and then it being modern. But he's referencing the past and he's yeah. reading um, that old paper. But yeah, I that's a question I have. But going back, man, that's a that's a question I do have is who is Black, who is Black Julian? Or what does yeah, that title what does mean, that to mean to you? That, that There's got to be a deep meaning to it. But that's I'm something a sucker for like a really like a passion piece. Yeah, where the artist puts his own like personal meaning to something, and you don't know mm-hmm. what it is until you like inquire about it. Like Jake Cole with uh for right. your eyes only, not knowing yeah. that album was really written from the perspective for his friend who died or whatever. Yeah. It was like crazy as hell. But man, yeah, going back, man, this was a this was a timeless album, A rated, four and a half out of five stars. Tough what we did again with this one. Oh, he's got a I'm not sure if you saw this, but he's got a Black Julian two. Yeah, we, part two. That I'm we have to check that, it out. That we got we can definitely do a review on that too. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check part two out now that I've heard part one. Part one, uh, let's man, you never know. It could be better than, I don't know if it's better than the first one, but we'll definitely find out. I was over looking at the tracks for it. They sound fire. He doesn't have a, but you know what I noticed? He doesn't have um, a lot of as many features though. Yeah, on it, which is really. But interesting. I appreciate those albums where. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Artists are really just kind of it's just them. Yeah, yeah. It's not anybody else. Because that just proves to me that just proves you can hold up, you can hold, hold on your own. own. Yeah, exactly. But man, uh, you got any? Um, I think we're about to wrap this up. Yeah, but um, man, anything going for a minute? Yeah, but any to the wifey. Anything you want to? Anything you want to say to Tefo? We wrap up. Um, keep making the art that you are currently producing. It does impact some of us, if not a lot of us. Um, keep putting on for the city. I know that shit suck with the lack of promotion in this motherfucker because I hate it. Even from a person who's trying to be a comedian and shit. But we got the best tools in our hand. I'm pretty sure I ain't got to tell them none of this. But just keep doing what you do, bro. Because that shit yeah. is it, definitely working. It's, mm-hmm. You got some shit out there that I'm fucking with heavily. Yeah, man. Like what you said, just keep doing what you're doing. I am going to DM you real soon so we can get you on here. And man, I really want you and T-Double to do a collab album. That's one thing. That's one special request that I have. And bro, keep making timeless music. Keep grinding, keep striving, whatever you gotta do to get yourself out there because you're you're the real deal, bro. Yeah. And on that note, St. Louis, Chicago, all points east, all points west, and all points south. All points north as well. If you are up in the part where it gets really cold, my friends. This has been another one of those great episodes of the one and only Hustle City Podcast. Great. Hosted by me, Yogi, the one for Yogi, whatever you want to call me, between them two, I guess. Um, y'all know where to hit me at uh, Twitter. At three, wait, what the fuck is my name on Twitter again? Is it? Uh, is it still Northside McLovin? That's like your no. Well, I think your username is uh, at Mahogany Mayhem. Okay, yeah, at Mahogany Mayhem, bro. I, Northside McLovin, I think, is like your profile. If you're looking for it, just type in Northside McLovin. Yeah. I'll pop up. Uh, 
Yeah, must be a party. My neighbors, they turning up right now. Nigga. Yeah, man. Reporting live from Florissant. Uh, in the trenches. Yeah, this is kind of the trenches. This is just like, yeah, this is the trenches compared to where I used to live. I miss white people. It was so peaceful. It was just a bunch of old white people. And they had little dogs and shit, little ugly ass flat face shih tzus all the time. I ain't never heard no gunshots, nigga. I take that back. They was shooting in Merle Heights. I don't know who the fuck didn't tell me that. They was clowning in Merle Heights during New Year's. They was letting them rounds. Oh. It, wasn't, it wasn't as bad as Bell Fountain, bro. Boy, over here, it was crazy. He was a dude in a wheelchair outside my window. He, His partners and them, that was literally why I was playing the game and watching them. Yeah, they was right outside my window in the park. Damn. Just bah, bah, but he was in his wheelchair. He rolled up. Okay. Let that motherfucker off. I was like, God damn, St. Louis. I done seen it all, baby. But uh, like I said, man, it's been another one of those great episodes. You know you know who I am. I am 314 Yogi. You're a co-host of the Hustle City Podcast. One half of the Hustle City Heroes. Get ready for our AP coming out this later this year. Um, Bobby, you got anything to tell him? Yeah, you already know this, man. It's your boy Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 501. Y'all can follow me on Twitter, at Bobby, a.k.a. Mr. 501. Yeah, it's another one of them episodes, timeless episodes, as my brother said it. We're going to release a timeless EP, Hustle City Heroes, coming out by the end of this year. Just expect nothing but greatness from here on out. That's pretty much all I got, bro. Peace.